welcome to Stand Out, Get Noticed, the podcast that helps you speak and present with rockstar confidence. I'm Christina Cantors, your host and founder of The C Method Communication Skills Training. For free resources and to subscribe to the show, visit thecmethod.com. Hello there, Rockstar. Welcome to episode 137 of Stand Out, Get Noticed. Christina with you here. I've got a rock and solo show for you today, and I'm super pumped about this one because we're going to talk about something that I'm working through right now, and it's how to bring stories into your speeches and presentations in order to make a powerful impact on your audience. Okay, let's get straight into it. So, you know, I love TED Talks, right? The other day, I finally watched a TED Talk I'd been hearing about a lot. It's called Do Schools Kill Creativity by Sir Ken Robinson. I have an interest in education. Uh, Actually, what I find is everybody has an interest in education. Don't you? I find this very interesting. If you're at a dinner party and you say you work in education, actually, you're not often at dinner parties, frankly. And it is the most viewed TED Talk of all time. The most. And if you haven't seen it, I will link it up in the show notes. Now, I was curious as to why it was so popular, so I finally took a listen. Now, when I listened, I swear the actual content, i.e. the research and the ideas of the speech, only took up about 30% maybe even 25% of the speech, the rest of the 18-minute speech was heavily story-based. So there was maybe seven, it was maybe 70 to 80% story. And the speaker, Sir Ken, sounds like a regal Barbie doll, doesn't he? Sir Ken, he wasn't a particularly outgoing or gregarious guy. In fact, he's a reserved academic type. He's not your larger-than-life presenter like Tony Robbins, right? And yet his use of story was phenomenal. And it was so effective in getting the audience to laugh and to connect with his message. And these stories weren't just related to the research he was discussing. He shared personal stories of how he moved from London to the USA, how his son was dating a girl that they didn't like and and so on. And there were a lot of personal stories where you'd be tempted to think, um, how are these relevant? Yet his talk is the most viewed TED Talk of all time. So go figure. Stories for the win. So today I'm going to give you an introduction to storytelling and some ways you can get started with storytelling. Now there is a real art to storytelling and there are so many different ways that you can use it in a presentation, so many different formats and structures to it, which I won't have time to go into here, but today we'll give you an introduction and, and we'll hopefully get you started thinking about how you could start to incorporate some more stories into your work, presentations and speeches. Now, if you want to go deeper into actually practicing your storytelling, then you should come to my live public speaking masterclass on December 3rd here in Melbourne, where you'll get an opportunity to write and perform stories and receive feedback as well. That's going to be one of the most valuable ways that you can learn in a, in a low-pressure environment. Now, I'll be sharing more details on that workshop later in the episode, but for the meantime, let's get into it. Show notes for this episode will be at thecmethod.com slash stories. Now, firstly, why are stories important? You might be thinking, well, Christina, I present at work. I'm presenting numbers and figures and reports on projects. I don't really see the point in sharing a story. How is it relevant? 
And I get where you're coming from. When it comes to business presentations, we often feel like we have to share lots of cold, hard stats and facts because that's what our audience is expecting. They want to know the numbers. They want to know the progress, all of that. And we tend to feel this way that we need to throw out all of this content because this is what establishes our competence. It says, look how much I know. Look at what we've discovered. Look at all these facts. Look at all these figures. Look how much research we've done. Look what we, look what I know. So this is what proves our competence. So it's more of that cold, hard evidence. On the other hand, stories are engaging and help you to project warmth, which makes your audience like and trust you more. And it brings some uniqueness to your presentation too and helps you to establish your individuality. After all, the same, I mean, multiple people can present the same facts and figures and content and it doesn't change the presentation. But the way you present it, the stories you tell that are personal to you, that's what makes it memorable and different and makes you as a presenter stand out. And having this ability to bring warmth into a presentation and therefore establish more trust with your audience is really important if you're in a leadership position and you want to influence or inspire your audience in some way. Stories also help to make information stick because us humans are visual creatures and we love to be able to picture something in our minds that stories can conjure up. And then if we can link that emotion to the message that the speaker is sharing, then that message is going to stick a lot more than if you just share cold, hard data and facts. So they're a really powerful tool if you want to influence, inspire your audience and deliver a really engaging and persuasive presentation. Now, when I say story, what do I mean? Um, There are many, many different types of stories that you can share. You can share personal stories, so things that have happened to you personally. There could be, I mean, and you could use multiple personal stories throughout a presentation. You could use a singular story that is one particularly sort of long story that ties an entire speech together. Keynotes can often be based around one story. So, for example, um, a survival story of someone surviving something horrible and what they learned throughout that and worked their way through that journey. So that's one singular story that ties the speech together. Another type of story is an origin story of a project. So this could be related to your business where you talk about what has happened leading up to the beginning of that project. What got it started? Who was involved? What was the challenge you faced? You could share the story of your company. Let's say you're a leader who's looking to inspire your um, colleagues, your teams. You could talk about where the company's come from and, and to where it is today and where you'd like to go. So there's that type of story. You can also share someone else's story or of something you heard. You know, this happened to a friend of mine or this happened to a customer of ours. Customer stories. You could share the story of a famous person that everyone knows. For example, you could share the story of how a famous entrepreneur became successful or a famous athlete and what they went through to get there and then use the messages from their story to then relate it back to to your presentation. And you can use stories not just in a presentation that you're delivering, but in any speaking situation. So for example, if you're asked a question in an interview, you can tell a story to illustrate that. If you're in a job interview, if someone says, you know, what's your biggest strength? You could say, well, I believe it is my leadership capabilities. You know, at my last work, there was a a challenge where we had this and I did this. So you can actually tell a story to illustrate your point. You can tell stories if you're speaking on a panel and you get asked a question. And this is a really great way to 
evoke an emotional response from your audience, make your message stick when all you're doing is sharing something that you already know. So you don't have to have an answer memorized or you don't have to feel pressured to share a lot of content because if the message is there within that story, then all you need to do is simply tell that story and then share the message from it and then that's it instead of having to list off a bunch of content like facts and figures to back up your argument. Okay, now I'd like to share with you how you can start to add stories to your presentations. Now, when you see really, really great speakers and they incorporate stories, they make it look like they're just telling the story off the cuff that, oh, I just thought of this. Hang on, I'm going to share this story with you now. And oftentimes they're not off the cuff. They've been well prepared and well thought out before and thinking, okay, which stories can I share in order to make this point? And it's often hard in the moment to come up with a great story. So it's a good idea to take note of all the stories that you already know. Okay, you don't have to make anything up. You don't have to do a lot of research. All the great stories you have are already in your head. You've probably already told these stories multiple times over. So it's just a matter of figuring out which ones they are, pinpointing them, taking note of them, and then and then picking out which ones would be relevant to the message that you're sharing or the presentation that you're giving. So start by writing out a list of all of the stories that you have, of, of experiences that you've had throughout your life, whether it's personal or professional. Now, I'm not saying you're going to be using all of these in your presentations, but if you can start to generate these ideas, write them all down as you think of them, jot them down, then you'll have a whole lot of them to choose from. And you never know, you might have some that are really relevant that you didn't even consider before. So here are some things to help you to think of some stories. Firstly, what stories do you tell all the time? What stories do you find yourself sharing all the time that your friends or your colleagues love to hear? Which stories do you tell that get laughs? Are there any really funny or really dramatic stories that maybe your friends or family and colleagues ask you to tell over and over? For example, I always get asked about the time I went busking with my ukulele on the street, so street performing. I always get asked about what led me from leaving my job as an architect to starting my own training business and and this entrepreneurial journey, I always get asked about that. So to me, that tells me that these are stories that other people are interested in and that they see value in. So think about it. What do people ask you about? Also think about the failures, successes, epiphanies and fears you've had in your life. What were the stories behind those People love rags to riches stories. When was there a time in your life where you were down and out or maybe you you weren't in a good place but you managed to get out of it? Maybe you were overweight and then you managed to get fit and healthy. Maybe you were broke and then worked your way, way up and became wealthy. Maybe you suffered a lot of trauma and you managed to come out of it the other end. Like what are those things that you've managed to overcome? You could think about what was the aha moment where everything changed. I remember very clearly the moment when I realized I don't want to be an architect anymore. And in, in that moment, for me, that was a moment of transformation. And that's when I started to make drastic action in my life to make a change. So think about when have you gone through a transformation? The next thing to do is to think about what were the lessons you learned from these stories? 
And the stories and the lessons don't have to be completely mind-blowing, world-changing lessons. The stories can be seemingly simple. For example, the other day I was walking to my networking breakfast and as I was walking along the street, I walked past this guy who had a beard that was dyed all rainbow and he looked like he'd been up all night, um, probably smoking weed, I don't know, but he was staring at a graffiti wall and as I walked past him, he looked at me and he gave me this big smile and he said, I've got a sticker that was meant for you. I said, what? He goes, I have a sticker that was meant for you and he and he, he's holding this dirty old Coke bottle with a bunch of like dirty old um, crinkled stickers on them and he peels one off and he gives it to me and it's this little love heart sticker and I couldn't help but smile and I was like, oh, thank you so much. And he said, you have a lovely day. And then I walked off and I had a big smile on my face and a bounce in my step and I thought that was so random but so lovely. And the lesson that I got from that was that even the smallest, seemingly random gestures can brighten up your day and put a smile on your face and and make a, a positive change in someone's life. So that was a very simple story, but there was still a life lesson in it. So start combing your your life for those little stories that that could be used as effective tools for delivering a message in your presentations. Okay, so you need to make note of all these stories. So start a Google Doc or an Evernote file or something and just dot point them all down. And then you can also ask your family, friends and colleagues what stories you tell all the time. All right, they might even be sick of hearing about them, but that's another good way to sort of mine your contacts for these stories. Another type of story you can think about are your customer success stories. How have you or your company helped a client to achieve success? These case studies are excellent ways to illustrate the effectiveness of your services or products. So don't forget those more business-related stories as well. Okay, to give you an example of my list of stories, here's a handful of, of, of my stories. Training for my first marathon and failing. Had my first migraine in a work meeting doing stand-up comedy in New York, singing on stage in the Philippines to an audience of 500, crying in the bathroom after a nerve-wracking presentation, injuring my ankle and dancing in the Rock of Stedford in high school, my first Bikram yoga experience, going skydiving, my journey from architect to entrepreneur, breaking up with my ex, giving a Tinder date feedback on why he didn't get a third date, losing my sister in Tokyo, my decision to start working at a co-work space, winning a business plan competition, how I was dumped by my friend and how I dealt with it, how I walked on fire at the Tony Robbins thing. Okay, so there's a starting list of some of my stories. It's very varied. Some of the stories are quite uh, long or big. For example, how I went from being an architect to an entrepreneur. Um, That story alone is forming the basis of a keynote that I'm writing. Other stories are very simple, like the time I first had a migraine. I didn't know what was happening to me, but it still taught me a very important life lesson. So it doesn't matter how irrelevant or simple or weird the stories may seem, write them all down and then see if you can find a life lesson in it and then see how that can relate to something that you are speaking about in your presentation. 
Okay, Rockstar, I want to take a quick break to tell you about my upcoming public speaking masterclass, which I'm super excited about. It's a full day live masterclass happening on December 3rd, Sunday, December 3rd, and it's designed for professionals and business owners who want to deliver business presentations with confidence and impact. The last workshop I ran was a huge success. We had a full class and everyone saw rapid improvements between the start and the end of the masterclass. And we do have proof because we videoed everyone. We make sure everyone gets a video of what they were like at the start of the workshop and then at the end. Now, this masterclass is limited to 12 participants only. I want to make sure we provide a supportive environment where you'll get plenty of practice and personalized feedback from myself and the other group members. Now, I am offering a limited number of podcast listeners who sign up a free one-on-one coaching session. Now, I don't normally do single coaching sessions, but this is my way of saying thank you for being such awesome supporters. So all you need to do is write podcast in the question of how you heard about this event. You just write podcast. I'm only offering this to the first three podcast listeners who register, so make sure you get in. And also, early bird pricing ends this Sunday. So if you're ready, only if you're ready, to dramatically increase your confidence and impact with public speaking, make sure you go to thecmethod.com slash events. That's thecmethod.com slash events. There will be a link there to where you can register. And if you have any questions at all, please let me know. I'll be happy to answer them. I'm at cc at thecmethod.com. And if you're listening to this podcast sometime in the future and you're bummed that you didn't make it, go to that link anyway, thecmethod.com slash events to see all my upcoming events. I keep that updated so there might be something I'm running in the future if you are listening to this sometime down the track. Okay, thanks for listening. Let's get back to the podcast. Okay, so now you've got your story bank together, you've got a list of all your ideas. I'm now going to share with you four tips for successful storytelling because I'm sure you've all been there where someone's gone and told a story and it's either been irrelevant or they've gone on and on and on and on and you think to yourself, oh no, here we go again and you slowly try to leave the room. Okay, so we don't want that. We want to make sure that your stories are engaging and impactful. Okay, my first tip is your story must have a point that is relevant to your presentation. I know it sounds like it's obvious, but this is really important. If you're presenting, for example, on how you can improve your sales process, you probably shouldn't tell that story about how you got your hand stuck in the vending machine at the airport, even though it's super hilarious. Think to yourself, does this story help to illustrate my point? And if it does, then go for it. And if it doesn't, then you're going to have to find something else. My second tip is stories must have evocative imagery. Now, we're very visual creatures as humans. We need to be able to picture the story in our minds. We need that visual thing to to grab onto. So for this, you need to be specific in your story when you describe what happens. For example, if you say, I went shopping the other day and the weather was terrible, It's a little bit vague, okay? Let's make it more specific and put your audience into that moment. For example, I got in my car and drove to the South Melbourne market. All of a sudden, grey clouds filled the sky and heavy rain started to pour down. It's the same story, going shopping, bad weather, but the second one is more effective because it enables the audience to put themselves in that situation with you and they feel that they are there. So be specific. Tip number three, say the dialogue in the story 
Don't report on the dialogue. Put yourself into the character of the person that you're uh, talking about. For example, um, if you were if you were telling a story and saying, um, he told me to go up the stairs, turn left, and I would find the exit on my right. I told him he was lying. All right, so that, that's an example. It would be more effective if you said, he said to me, go up the stairs, turn left, and you'll find the exit on your right. I said to him, you're lying. Does that make sense? It brings your audience into the moment. So instead of describing what the other person said, actually say what they said. Hope that's not too confusing. Okay, uh, on to point four, my fourth tip. This is the final one. Don't try to memorize your story. The worst thing you can do is try to remember it word for word. And then when you tell it, it'll come out stilted and it won't sound authentic and natural. Now, you are already good at telling stories. Believe me, because we tell stories all the time. We tell them to our friends, to our family, to our colleagues. So I want you to tell your stories as if you were telling your friends. Think about a time where something crazy has happened and you went up to your friends and you said, oh my God, you won't believe what just happened. I was on the tram and there was this weird guy with a beard playing a trumpet. He was playing the Titanic theme song. And then Right, that, that sort of conversational and excited tone, you know, when you tell that story. You want it to sound natural and off the cuff. So don't put pressure on yourself to memorize your story. You know. You already know what happened. If you can practice it a few times so that the point is really clear and so it doesn't confuse anyone, that's, you know, just do that, but don't try to memorize. Okay, so those are my four tips around telling successful stories. Now, you may be thinking, Christina, but I am just presenting information. Surely my boss or my clients don't want to hear stories. Okay, here's the thing. You don't need to tell long stories. You can have some shorter stories that are sprinkled throughout your presentation. You can tell an origin story. That's a really good one for business presentations. Talk about you know, where that project has come from and why you're all in that room at that moment right now. That's, that's totally relevant. You can have stories of discussions you've had with people leading up to that presentation, or you can tell a story about a particularly interesting or important piece of data. You could present a chart. If you're presenting a chart or, a, um, or lots of numbers, for example, you could say, the one particular number we want to focus on today is this, and here's the story behind how we came to that number or, or something like that. All right, so you can incorporate story into any type of presentation, even if it is a very numbers-based presentation, if it's very dry or a very techie-based presentation, you still can do it. So that is my challenge to you this week, to start thinking about how can I bring more story into my presentation and to start writing a bank of all of those stories that, have, of, that you've experienced in your life. Now, effective storytelling is one of the things I will be teaching in my public speaking masterclass. So if this podcast has resonated with you and you're in Melbourne, this is a must attend workshop. So make sure you go to thecmethod.com slash events. There'll be a link there to the masterclass where you can register. And for podcast listeners, like I mentioned, I am offering a free one hour one-on-one coaching session as a bonus for registering, but it's only for the first three podcast listeners who register and type in podcast when it asks you where did you hear about the event. So make sure you do that as soon as you stop listening to this podcast.
I look forward to seeing you there. I cannot wait. It's going to be amazing. And that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. You keep on being awesome. And I will talk to you next week. I have a little rant planned. So keep an ear out for that one. My name's Christina Cantors, and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. (laughs) 